On the air, people. Welcome back. Deputy Tisdale, how are you? Hey, doing great. Had a great night, well, before watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I feel great. You feel, feel great? great? You like Kansas City winning. Oh, yeah. What a you know Steeler what? fan. What a typical <laughs> Steeler fan. I do run a Steeler podcast on the offside, but right. the thing about it is, is that my brother, he's a huge 49er fan. Oh, really? And, yeah, and, and I was going to go with the 49ers, but you know what? I, I hope he's watching, and he probably will be because I'm going to let him know about this. But right. I was going to back the 49ers, and he said, no, 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 the 49ers are going to win by seven. I, you take wow. it here, you take it from me. Oh, wow. How did that work out for him? Yeah, sir? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's washing dishes right now, sir. Right. For his meal. <laughs> you know who my MVP was, though? Who? Kelsey. But the other Kelsey brother. Do you see how he walked in? Yeah. He looked like Allen. Looked like Allen. He had the whole get up. He had the man purse or what's it called? Yeah, and I love that. that. That was cool. I like that. That was awesome. Like, that guy's got an attitude. That's, that's, just that's, that's a great Halloween costume. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. To walk into Las Vegas with that. I'm like, the guy was thinking ahead. Where did he find the man purse? I have no idea. It's a satchel. <laughs> Hey, serious business this week, though, on the podcast. Talking about Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Brought some great friends to the show. Uh, Dr. Jones, how are you? Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. Yeah, and oh, a, yeah, a dear friend of mine for a long time. Pastor, how are you? I'm great. I'm yeah. great. If I could just ask you gentlemen to do a little introduction of yourself instead of me uh, embarrassing you, because I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of both of yours. Absolutely. Same, same here. I just I have the honor of serving um, as a community affairs executive here. Um, just trying my best to help out where I can, um, help bridge the gap between community and police relations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of feel like, you know, back in the day I used to play, um, you know, all-time quarterback. You know, you just, <laughs> you just, you can play for both teams. So I sort of feel like I'm, I'm helping out where I can. I'll, I'll help with recruitment if I can. I'll help, you know, with different events if I can. So right. I just, just happy to be here. And input. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, times yeah. they'll just ring you up and like, hey, <laughs> use some yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. Use some advice. And pastor that, you know, it's been 2010, I think we met, and you and a bunch of strange people show up at my door. Well, we knew a little before, but you show well, up at my door in actually, Greece. I took over a, a very difficult police department, yes. and, yeah. and I started every day on my knees in prayer because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I mean, this is, it was total chaos. And you guys show up, and, and before we know it, we're walking around praying around the building itself, and, and then right. just developed a great relationship with a bunch of pastors and other people. and. And uh, been friends ever since. And another person I call, you know, yes. that old TV show, Phone a Friend. <laughs> I've done it many times with both of you. Like, help? What do we do yes. next? Right. But, uh, good to have you. How about a little bit about yourself, Pastor? Well, certainly. Don Stevens, um, by the way, um, if I didn't say his name. Yes. Um, I am Donald Stevens. Donald. I'm sorry. I, I don't mind being called Don, but Donald Stevens, I um, certainly am the pastor of the Help and Ammunition Baptist Church at 703 Joseph Avenue as well as the president of the Baptist Minister Alliance of the Greater Rochester area and co-president of Education for Peace. And again, um, I do consider Sheriff a great friend and certainly uh, I know of uh, Deputy Tisdale and Torrance definitely. We um, have done quite a bit together as far as community and law enforcement in Bridging That Gap. So I am so pleased to be here uh, with the Giants. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I, I'm going to start this podcast out as, as, as simple as possible. Black History Month, we know it, we hear it, uh, we celebrate it, right? It, it's part of our DNA, it's part of our culture of America, it's becoming, you know, the norm, mm-hmm. right? But So it, that's awesome, but no, I'm I, I just going to throw it at you guys. So so what's it mean to you? I mean, so when you, you, you know, Black History Month, so what? <laughs> Doc, <laughs> so what? Yeah, I, well, I just think um, on a very basic level, when I think what does it mean to me, I, I think I am Black History, you know, on, on a personal level. Oh. Um, you know, I remember... Just my mother and father, they grew up 
Um, they grew up in the South, and they grew up actually in segregated schools. So they did not grow up in a, a, a system where um, schools were integrated when it comes to black and white. So before my father passed, I remember him just telling me, he would always ingrain this within me, um, I want you to make sure you get your education. All right. So, you know, that's something that I, 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 prided, my, I pride myself on um, throughout my entire life. And now even just getting to um, the point where I have, I just think about that as well. Wow, this is my parents <laughs> and my father's direct dream. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think of myself, you know, I am black history. God bless. Yeah. So that's, that's what it means to, yeah, to, to me. Pastor so. beat that. That was good. Oh, well, <laughs> that was, of course it was. Uh, it is Dr. Torrance Jones. Uh, but certainly when I think of Black History Month, awesome. I think of, about, about growing up in the, you know, 60s and, right. and the 70s. And, you know, um, things were always uh, not white and black in a sense that, you know, we couldn't go certain places, right. we had to do certain things, even back in the 60s and 70s, because I was born in the 50s. But uh, when I think about Black History Month, I think about the fact that Black History Month is every month, it's, it's, and as U.S., Amen. it's the American history. So again, we just feel like that, uh, you know, it's, and it's good to have February for Black History Month, don't get me wrong, but the fact of the matter is, every day, for me, is Black History. Yeah, Yeah, I hear you. Let me ask you guys also as well, and we all know how polarizing things are. Like like we said, Black History Month has has a weight to it now because there are different places that are now trying not to give that remembrance. You know what I mean? It's getting yeah. to that point. Yeah. And looking at, at you two guys, you, you know, how how good is it for the community to be engaged with law enforcement as well? Because that's a huge thing that's out there right now, and we know the community right now is we're going through things, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the importance of you guys getting things out there like that right. to the community and bridging that gap, yeah. I mean, just expound on that a little bit. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, the first thing I think about uh, as it relates to all of this, I guess, trying to pull this together, is just trust. So that, that's why it's, it's very important. It's very, very important that Same. both trust each other, whether it's law enforcement or community members. Because if you don't have trust, then you know, it, it's chaotic after that. You can't really build anything from, um, from a lack of trust. Right. So I think that that's very important, just how you connect with people. Um, yeah, if, if you don't trust one another, then you can't build. Right. Yeah, and you can't deny the history, right? Right. You right. can't right. deny the history. I mean, right. uh, and, and, and just the folks sitting around this table, I know we build every day. We try and build and we try and build. And right. it'll always be a slip going backwards. That's, that's life. That's human nature. That's, that's people. Uh, but so we don't deny the history of, of law enforcement, right, and, and some of the things that we could have done better in the, in the institution. But, again, uh, I wasn't there. But my job now is to learn from it and move it forward. And that's where you come, Doc, is, is counsel to me quite often because I don't know what I don't know. And, and I just learned something new about you, too. I didn't realize your parents grew up Thanks. in a segregated school. Yeah. Uh, that's that's profound. I don't have that experience. There's no way I can, right? So yeah. to have you close enough to trust to give me your opinion and, and then listen to mine. And sometimes I do what you tell me, sometimes I don't. But that's my job as a boss. Yeah. But yeah. That tr that's, that's a powerful word you just gave, trust. Thank you. Thank you. And, again, it does relate to trust because of the simple fact and. I did say this on a podcast at the round table. One of the things about, and I call it the three T's, uh, transparency. Yeah. And when you're transparent, people can see who you truly are. Right. And, and that's why I said transparency, tr uh, truth, and truth leads to trust. Once you're, you can see that person for who they truly are, and it works in any uh, uh, any 
arena. I mean, if, if, if you trust, if you transparent with the company you work for, you can, you can certainly uh, see the truth of that company and, and you can, you know, be ingrained into the culture of the company and then you, uh, you trust them. So uh, again, trust is the key. And as we learn each other, uh, certainly sit down like this and, uh, you know, have our meetings and we uh, break bread together, Amen. we can certainly um, look into each other's eyes and we can mm -hmm. see each other for who we truly are. So, uh, again, it. trust is always the bottom line. Let me ask you also as well. What do you think is most misunderstood about Black History Month? Because, you know, I, I, and I'm speaking for myself. I, I think people just think that it's just, it's just this thing that, you know, okay, we got yeah. the month. So... <laughs> Yeah. That's good enough. But I mean, like we said, it's that it's that nurturing and trying yeah. to to teach. I mean, what yeah. what aspects do you grab from that? <laughs> you know, I actually think that um, that there's more misunderstood than there is yeah. understood exactly. <laughs> about Black History Month. Um, because usually you get this. Well, um, why is it black? Is why 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 do we have the the shortest month of, of the year? You know, it's, it's, you know a whole a whole bunch of stuff. I that mean, was coming. You know, uh, that was what I Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no. No, but it's you know, and I, I guess it's a common. I grew up hearing the same thing when you know yes, when I was yes. in middle school. You know, yeah. we, we got the shortest month of the year. Um, but no, it, it was actually. Um, uh, it, it started out as a week, right. to, a week to celebrate um, black history. And, and Carter G. Woodson, That's right. um, he, Ph.D. from Harvard University, and it actually began with another minister, too. I'm just forgetting their name. Yes. But they came together. They developed a, um, a, a group, and I'm forgetting the name of the group, but we right. have, thank God for Dr. Google. You know, we can <laughs> yes. easily get the name. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but they came up with a, a, a group to, to study to study the history That's right. of wow. uh, African-American contributions. And mm -hmm. the reason why we actually have it in February, um, it was to remember um, Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, their, their wow. birthday. So that's, it started out as a week around their, their birthdays, and then it <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can let you take over because I'm, I'm, I'm done. But it, 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 that's that's right. exactly how it originated. And then places yes. all around the country started to pick yes. up on it. Right. Um, and it evolved into an entire month. But that's right. why it's, it's situated in February. And, the Rochester, and again, the Rochester connection with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and Dr. Yeah. Torrance, I mean, we didn't rehearse this, but I mean, we have the same thing. Yeah. And, and the reason why they did it is because. They wanted teachers to be able to have something to talk about when it came to the African Americans, the history of what we've done, and certainly um, one of the things I think about when I, you know, think about, uh, you know, why it's misunderstood, because for us, you know, every day is Black History, uh, and, and again, uh, I feel that uh, even though we appreciate the month of February, it really doesn't hit like that because every day for us, we live the life, and we certainly uh, have the cultural. So I, uh, I, uh, I looked at the uh, Dr. Woodson and certainly uh, what happened with the, uh, the other doctor, him coming out of Harvard and going to uh, Howard to teach. Uh, so uh, again, I think uh, that that's the misconception about the month. It's every, it's every day. Right. It's yeah. all year round, yeah. 364, 65 days a week. Yeah, a day, absolutely. Amen. And the contributions that you, we have to uh, illustrate, right? We have to bring these stories to life, and right. and so that's going to bring me to my next question. And this wasn't. I'm, I'm checking your notes, Doc. Make sure you don't have an answer this time. <laughs> right. So, 
You know, a, a default answer for most Americans to this question would be Dr. Martin Luther King, right? So, yeah. so that one's out. And uh, <laughs> so, you. so who is, you know, when you want to bring these stories to life uh, of people that have been influential in your life or influential in the American history, uh, you know, I'm yeah. thinking Booker T and folks like that, you know, and like, so yeah. I go to, we do pastor first, who, who would be outside of, you know, yeah, uh, of, and, of Dr. And, Martin and Luther King, that's which it. is, you know, you, know, you who, think of, uh, who, who do you draw out and say that that's an inspiration for me for Black History Month? Well, when I think about that, I, I think of Langston Hughes, I think of uh, some of the, and this year I do believe that is uh, focus on the arts, mm-hmm. African-Americans' contributions to the arts. Right. So I, I focus on all the um, pe- the people that we don't talk about because, as you said, Martin Luther King, we all know about Martin Amen. Luther King, and, and you know, but how do we get to Martin Luther King? Right. And that's the question. All those people who he, you know, shoulders he stood on to get there. So you think about the the Maya Angelos, you think about mm-hmm. the um, um, the uh, Carvers who. I mean, you think about those guys who. Right. Definitely con- con- contributed to uh, society, and not just USA, but all over the world. So uh, I, I do believe uh, that uh, it's the people like uh, that uh, who uh, have uh, influenced me. Yeah, you know that that's a great question, and um, there's so many different um, you know women and men that, that contributed to. Right. Uh, American history, and I, I don't want to get in trouble by naming a couple, right? <laughs> right, right. That's because well, the question was one, so you're kind of yeah, right. I pigeonholed you yeah, into that, yeah. you know? No, that, no, no, so I, that, that's if, fine. If there was one person you're like, man, every time I hear that yeah, name, I know, just get I get goosebumps, so they motivate me. Or I will, I will answer though, you know, because yeah, I because it started out, and you mentioned something that's very powerful, you know, that whole black identity. Yeah, that's 365 for me, you right. know. So the, the month in particular is is a moment or a moment that's saturated in terms of acknowledging the history and, and, and contributions. But it's 365, and when I think about 365, I think about that direct connection with my parents, my mother and father. Right. Um, and if it wasn't for them teaching me just to have that intrinsic worth and value as an African-American man, Amen. I wouldn't have known about the Any others. Of it, right. Right, so, yeah. you know, I don't... Because, well, you know, what will happen is, oh, yeah, he mentioned these two on the podcast. <laughs> and then, you know, three right. months later, these are his favorite people. <laughs> you know? yes, yes. Well, I'm going to get but, in trouble just for asking the question. Yes. One, what do you mean one? Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. right. No, but uh, it's, it's a great question. There's, there's a lot. You know? We have yeah. Dr. Google, so we, we, can, <laughs> we, can, we can Google a lot. But you said something that is very, very prevalent. Mm. Mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to mom and dad, that's why we're here today. Um, you know, we, my father, he was, he was tough. He was tough on me and my brother. And he said that, you know, uh, you got to have good work ethics. He says, I will help you along the way, but you have to help yourself. Mm. He's helping me to become the man that I should be. And, and that worked for me and my brother. And certainly it just taught us that, you know, we had to work mm-hmm. for what we had and, and no excuses. Yeah. My dad didn't take <laughs> any excuses. That's powerful, yeah. And, yeah. um. I'm happy for that. Yeah, truly. That hard work piece is very important because it, and that you know th- that even connects to you know as I'm thinking of that that Christian aspect for me. You know, I, obviously, I have a a black identity, but I also have a Christian identity, mm-hmm. and though that Christian identity was also ingrained from my parents, and that hard work aspect with right. it, it's like okay, it doesn't matter what you're going through in society. You need to be the best that you can be, and you need to constantly work at it. You know, the only thing that works is hard work. 
and that's it. You, you have to right. work hard, and you have to, as you're working hard. No, there's a saying, I'm forgetting the, um, the theologian years ago, I think in the 1500s, you have to um, work as if everything depends on you, but pray as if everything depends <laughs> on God. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that, that's how I sort of live my life. Pray as if everything depends on God, but you have to work yeah, right. <laughs> as if everything yeah. depends on you. And that was, you know, a, a value um, of, of my parents. Just like you mentioned, my parents was, was born in the 40s. Yeah. Um, so that was a value that was instilled within me. Yeah. 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 And they had a lot to overcome. I mean, we all still do, right? And, yeah. But the effect is, wow. You know, when you, and people love work. People yeah. love work ethic, right? People yeah. love to be around people with work ethic. Yeah. That's right. why we do all these background checks for, for cops. Yeah. We give them a lot of power, right. a lot of authority in our communities, right? And, and the two things I keep on telling my background is just bring me work ethic and character. I can train yeah. the rest. Give me work ethic, and, and it'll take you places in life. You know, okay. we do six months of investigating, and at the end of the day, it comes down to they got work ethic and character. That's what yeah. I want to know. You know, and those are two very important. So, Doc, you mentioned, you know, your family and your your, your, your your parents pushing you towards that education, your dad. And that was something we were talking off air as the guys with the B-roll couldn't find a mic or couldn't find a remote. But, uh, but we'll, we'll share. We won't mention any names. Threw you under the bus. Threw you under the bus. <laughs> but with that being said, you know, your, your education is profound. I mean, you, t you took that advice or that yeah, direction yeah, or that you. guidance yeah, and, yeah. and, you, and you, 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 no pun intended, you scored a touchdown I think, when it comes to education because it led you to Alfred and playing a little football, but yeah, yeah. a little bit about your education. So what do you do with that advice? Yeah, no, I, I just, you know, I try my best just to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I never, you know, when I first started going to college, I never thought to myself, you know, I, I want to become a doctor one day. I actually didn't want to go to school. Mm -hmm. You know, football was really that vehicle. And, 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 um, it was like, oh, wow, I get to play football for four more years? Sure, I'll, I'll go to college. You know, I'll mm -hmm. go to college, and I'll, I'll take heed to what my dad said. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so it was like a, um, an evolving kind of thing for me. But right. through college, I, I played football after university. Um, you know, I bleed purple and gold through, uh, through my team. So, um, and then it went to grad school, and through that, just had a wonderful opportunity to study abroad um, at Jerusalem University. Right. Um, and it, it was a, a phenomenal time. And then as time progressed, it was like, wow, you know, I have an opportunity to do something special That's the here. Key. So, yeah, then I just kept yeah. further my education. But I never thought to myself, this is what I'm about to do. It was right. like an evolving kind of right. thing. Yeah. yeah. But if I, I can just say this, good work ethics lead to great opportunities. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what you're talking about, yeah. these opportunities. And right. I, you know, I'm blessed uh, for the opportunities just to be here. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I count it as, as uh, privilege. So um, just to, you know, give my um, two cents yeah. about the history mm -hmm. of African-American folks and what I know. And he said his parents was born in the 40s. I'm in the 50s, so <laughs> it lets you know who the old guy at the table is. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> now for all the, all the younger guys that's out there, all the younger people out there, what do you both see as the main objective or the main focus of Black History Month? You know, what, it, what, is, what should it instill out there to these, to these younger individuals? Oh, oh, they got, especially the younger ones out there now, the, yeah. you know, they're the ones that's going through it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, boy, it's, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough right now. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll think specific to our own context in, in Rochester and mm -hmm. Monroe County. Um, but a, a good message to the younger ones out there, um, you really do have to just, you have to work. You know, you are, 
you control your own destiny by the things that you do. You know, no, nobody else can, um, to get, can give you, a, you know, any kind of handout. You really do have to work for it. Um, and you have to become, I guess, quote unquote, and, and I'm speaking specifically to um, African Americans, you have to become black excellence. You know, you have to become exactly what you want. And whether that's leveraging your networks so that you can um, figure out, there's a lot of capital in your networks, right. leveraging your networks, or whether that's further education, edu you know, higher education is not for everybody, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you have to use all of these currencies, whether yes. if you if you have funds, then you use your funds to try and do what you can. If you don't have funds, you use your education. If you don't have education, you use your networks. If you don't have your networks, then you use your time. You have a lot of time on your hands, so you use the time to try and, and build these different um, connections. But you have to ultimately, you have to become um, what you want to be. Right. Yeah. And when you see, um, you know, for the youth that you're talking about uh, at this time, they need to uh, see the the richness of the history, the culture, yeah. of background that that's, they came from, yeah, so that they can understand that the possibilities and certainly the opportunities mm. that are available to them if they would just apply themselves. And one of the things, if I may add this, uh, being in the jail, you know, um, certainly for jail ministries, uh, when I get to talk to the, to the young guys, um, and I, I thank you for the opportunity to do that because, <laughs> Both again, of you have given your time, is, your treasure. It is a blessing. Inside the walls of that jail, you guys are yeah. – uh, I'll put it right out if you don't mind me buttoning in, but these two gentlemen uh, – walk the walk they talk the talk they're in the jail ministering in the most difficult environment i could think uh possible to minister and that's that's a true calling for you people uh as deep in your dna as people right as human beings you you your love for other even people that are incarcerated right mm -hmm. uh, your love for them is amazing so i cut you off pastor oh, but no. i wanted to make sure i hit that you know there's a but but b-roll of, of doc and with a bible and on the bars it's one of my favorite pictures oh, yeah. of the okay. sheriff yeah Thank but you. but that's the thing it's just not a blessing for us to be able to do that for them but it's also for us because let me just say this and I tease them all the time. I says, this is the only place that I have a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> and they love it. But you know what? The impact of what's going on, because, you know, I'm allowed to have a release ministry with that because we don't just minister them in this is place. But after they come out, we stay with them. We help them get into jobs. We help Huge. them get into housing. And, and we keep it up, you know. So it's three or four that have gotten out. And one, we are able to get a job at where I work at. And certainly uh, our company is going um, with a, a non-for-profit uh, beyond Rochester. And we're providing opportunities, opportunities to inner city youth to go down to Washington to see some things, yeah. you know, because most of these guys do not get out of the city. And we're doing it with a young women's college prep as well, but later on. But most of these folks don't get out of the city unless they're going to a, a reunion or something like that. But we want to give them some experiences mm -hmm. that they can uh, really uh, help them along the way. So uh, yeah. I'm grateful to uh, Gary Kerwin for that uh, because, again, he's investing in the youth so and uh, we appreciate it and, and again sheriff uh, what you do as well um walking the streets and coming down to the church and you know uh bridging the gap is yeah. another thing yeah. that the sheriff's involved in all the law enforcement yeah. in monroe county right. is involved in that the sheriff always speaks at uh the rit uh event for education for peace where we have uh the peace ambassadors at the school and, and we just are grateful because the connection the influence Mm -hmm. of that is powerful. It's yeah. just powerful. So, Yeah, 
there's a strong word. Uh, President Obama, you know, obviously I had to run for uh, political office and I had to run a campaign, so I studied. You know, I studied a lot of politicians. Like, how did they make this happen? And President Obama, you know, he coined two words, hope and change, right? Hope, hope. So you just said it. Like, that's why it, it dawned on me, that word. You know, yes. what you're doing is you're providing hope. You're providing, yeah. you know, those opportunities are like, wow, there's a big world out here. And, and right. now I can have a dream, right? Now I can start dreaming of something different. And those are powerful, intentional actions that, that you guys create for people. And that's that's amazing. Yeah, and, I, and that's huge, like I said, because my, my thought process is, like you said, when guys are incarcerated, they're, they're behind bars and, and the mind starts to drift. You know what I mean? And it's like the sheriff does a good job of trying to find help for these guys within the bars. But, but the thing about it is, it's like that mental aspect where you guys come in and, you know, keeping faith, keeping hope, keeping, you know, things like that. And that's why I said this, this vehicle which and the things that you guys are doing out there are huge, whether you guys realize, realize it or not. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was actually my first introduction to the sheriff's office when I um, started doing the work of chaplaincy here. And I, I was actually literally this past week had a conversation with a, an ex-offender um, on the outside. And, you know, they said, when you have an opportunity to talk to a chaplain, even if it's once a week, that's like the highlight it's of, a, that's yeah, awesome. That's it, great feedback. Yeah, it really and it's, it's, it's very powerful because you're right. You have an opportunity, even if you're just talking to them about, you know, nothing. life, right, yeah, and just anything, you know, it, it gives just somebody that, that sense of hope. Um, so, but no, that was, it was one of the, if I had, you know, to pick like top three things yeah. that I've ever done in my career, that's, that's definitely in the top three. Agreed. Yeah, and, and it's so powerful too, being grounded, right? And and doctor, quite a title, pastor, and fourteen other titles you have, pastor, and because you're a busy man, uh, you <laughs> know, you sheriff. All the, at the end of the day, it's really irrelevant. You know, it really is right true. how you treat people and, and that your heart bleeds for other people. Um, that, that's powerful stuff. And, and young people look at that and like, well, that's what it looks like. All right, yeah, that, that's yeah. what it looks like, right? And, or like you said earlier with your three T's, you know, that's what it looks like yes. when you take responsibility when you screwed up, right? And and I've done that a few times in my career. Right. Do it at home, you know, maybe not as often as I should with the wife, but you know, that's where that trust comes from. You got to go through those other two T's, and and people can see it, and that that's powerful stuff. You know, we uh, is that Enon? Yes. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. great church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. Burn some calories worshiping there. Miles <laughs> 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 dancing. <laughs> you know, you know my my conservative little church, right? Like, yeah. I said, oh, shut up, don't know. <laughs> you throw out an amen, or they're escorting you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Black history. <laughs> <laughs> you go to eat it. <laughs> You're sweating. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. Sweating. <laughs> People start wearing step meters and change. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I love it. Let's go. Awesome, awesome. Absolutely. And that's that's I love the yeah. the, 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 the richness of that, the the church in yeah. particular. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever been over Joseph Avenue to worship. Go there for a lot of meetings. Have I ever been in your church to worship? Once. Have you? Yes. Okay, uh, God bless. Again, uh yeah. like you said, it's the it's the same atmosphere because uh we love we love praising <laughs> it, singing and oh, certainly yeah. the words. Yeah, so. no. 
and when I walk into a church and I see drums, I'm like, all right, here we go. This is yeah. <laughs> drums. We, we have a full band, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and they don't mess around. Yeah. Well, obviously, had the church over in Pennsylvania having a totally different story. I caught the burglar in there with that, yeah. that one yeah. night. <laughs> like, Pentecost. Yeah, yeah. Pentecost. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so. We have a lot of interrelationship going on. Oh, yeah. We've got some years. I'm calling yes. like, hey, you know the pastor over here can open up the building. There's a burglar in there. <laughs> Good friends. And I, I still had the key because I, I was the assistant pastor. So I had the key. So, But I got my nephew lived around the corner. He came in. You know, so, but, uh, sure was, enough, the guy, the guy was hiding in the closet. <laughs> Come on. That was the, the pastor best. was there when we took him out of the closet. That was know? the best day of his life, by the way. <laughs> he enjoyed it. Yeah. He was watching Cops Live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like right there. Uh, you're breaking into a church, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, you that's... need help. Go, go knock on the door. Or call them. You're breaking into a church. <laughs> I don't think God likes that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know the penal law doesn't like it, but right. I don't think God likes it either. But that's awesome. So awesome. Well, wait, can you believe it? Half hour, it is. Yeah. Half wow. hour. Like Everybody's looking at the clock. Right? When you're talking to guys, like I said, who are out there letting us all know, especially younger younger kids, that's yeah. that's why I was glad that you guys put out that the information on that to the younger guys out yeah. there about Black History Month. Amen. And a lot of them take it lightly, and they need to see what it is, like you said, black excellence. The guys right. who are out there doing it. And not just taking that, that stone, but turning that stone into a boulder by doing positive things. And you guys are out there pushing in the community. So, like so I said, we you. here, thank, thank you. Yeah. Especially bridging that gap, yeah. which is huge, and especially with law enforcement. And I just want to acknowledge, it's and again, I'm sitting here as a, a white male police officer saying this. So I, I say it with some reservation or some, uh, you know, a lot of caution. The pastor grew up in it, right? The pastor, I, I know his history and I know his story, and he's he's been in it. He's been right. he's been in the hospital room a few times, right? And oh, yeah. and so it wasn't an easy upbringing. And Doc, I mean, your 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 parents were actually, you know, yeah. my generation and beyond. My kids, I got to share these stories. They need to hear yes. that Doctor Torrance Jones' parents couldn't drink out of the same water fountain. It's not a history book, yeah. right? That's real. We can yeah. touch these people, yes. so we can't you know whitewash this, if you will, and, and say you know oh that's old history. No, this is real. And, and, and the more we can share these conversations, the more we can talk about these things and, yes, and celebrate the history of, of, yes, of the great people. So yeah. we so appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit about <laughs> that fun. and and, uh, and opening up in, in, in the three T's. Yeah. <laughs> simple things. I like them. Yes. I just keep those three T's going and yeah. well, that's how you get it's, trust. It's definitely a blessing to be here. And I, I appreciate you sharing that, you know, and, that, and actually just even appreciate you just just as the. Um, the head and chief of the organization, yeah. you know, and I don't want that to be taken lightly. Like I, I remember, you know, before our racial pandemic, if you will, of, of right. 2020, wow. I, I remember back in 2018, I think that was the year, um, you, you know, you took it upon yourself as a leader to say, you know, I, I'm going to actually promote the, the first African-American as a bureau chief. And mm -hmm. I, I remember that, and a lot mm -hmm. of people remember that. And and obviously it was far beyond just being African-American because he, he fit the qualifications. Absolutely. You absolutely. know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you, you're you intentional about that, and yes. you value diversity, and that's something that I definitely want to just mention here. You know, it's not something that should be mm -hmm. taken lightly. So God and, bless thank you. and again, to Sheriff, uh, when you were you preparing yourself. Yeah. Go ahead. No, and, and you did it more than just once. Yes. <laughs> I think three times. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. When but he yeah. was preparing for office, we um, he met at the Minister's Alliance. Yeah. We, he came down, he let us lay hands on him. And, and again, um, he sold us on the fact that he was going to walk the talk. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm grateful uh, to the fact that 
you're still walking it, and we still got a ways to go. Oh, we all know yeah. that yeah. Um, because uh, some of the things have not come into fruition yet, but we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, certainly, Deputy Tisdale, it's always a pleasure <laughs> to, uh, yeah, even because you're, even you're a Pittsburgh man. I, I, can, <laughs> I can deal with that, but I just want you to let you know that you got – well, is it three Bills fan at the table? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, that's hey, right. Hey, I ain't going to bother. There goes our no Miranda zone question yeah. right there. Oh, yeah, no. You I, don't I, have a right to yeah, remain silent. Yeah. I'll say that. Alfred. Alfred. Right. No, Green Bay. Green Bay fan. Oh, yeah, wow. Green Bay no, factors, no, yeah. I thought we were talking about football. <laughs> 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 now, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. You tell people that, huh? That's pretty impressive. I actually do. Yeah, I, I tell I tell Dallas fans that a lot. Especially. Now he's happy. Yeah. I, I'm happy about that too. Yeah, but, uh, anyway. but again, um, thank you for having. Yeah, me. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, this yeah. old body on on the. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it, uh, Sheriff. Yeah. Love you all, and uh, uh, thanks for a, a great episode. And we're going to skip the no more end zone because we got Green Bay out of you. We're going to have to read your man right. So <laughs> next week, everybody, God bless you. Uh, and and yeah. keep uh, our stories today in your mind through this month. Thanks. Thank you.